Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Maze and Brew post-game podcast. I am Dan Plucker filling in for Trevor Woods this week, who gets the week off. And Michigan wins 21-17. to 17. What an unbelievable game that we saw from the Michigan Wolverines in Happy Valley. And it finally happened it finally happened how long have we been sitting here waiting for a big win in the month of november for jim harbaugh it just feels like absolutely forever that michigan fans have been clamoring and shouting and screaming and clawing for a big win like the one that we saw today from the michigan wolverines in happy valley and i just can't believe that this is actually happening michigan is actually still playing meaningful football a week before two weeks before the Ohio state game and just one game before they actually get to there. Cause they play Maryland next week and Ohio state the week after. And we're talking about a team still 10 games into the season that realistically has control of their own destiny. Folks, this Michigan team has an opportunity here and it's crazy to say it. And, and I'm not trying to jinx things. Cause I know we all, we've been in these positions before. We're like, Oh, you know, a couple games left in the season, Michigan, if they, if they went out, they actually have a chance. Okay. Well, this was their biggest hurdle before actually getting to Ohio state. This game today against Penn state was their hurdle before playing that big game against Ohio state. And they got past it. They won this game against all odds because In typical Jim Harbaugh fashion, we saw a slow start from the Michigan Wolverines and then a kick in the butt where suddenly they they wake up and realize that if they don't change things, they're going to lose. So they get back into the game a little bit and even take the lead in this situation and then collapse 
towards the ends of end of the game. They don't put away an opponent that they should put away. How many times did we see that two drives in the fourth quarter, third and fourth quarter that Michigan had to put away this ball game and they didn't do it. And typically when that, when that string of events has happened in the Jim Harbaugh era, it results in a loss for Michigan, not a win, but, but today was different. It was, it was a, almost like a change of tides because we were sitting here and all those things in order going on just as it has so many times in the Jim Harbaugh era in Ar- Ann Arbor. And suddenly it changes. Eric all makes that big catch in the flat on the underneath crossing route as Penn state dials up a blitz and there's nobody in front of him. It's green all the way into the end zone. And he finds a way. And I, and he's, he's one of the most athletic tight ends that Jim Harbaugh's had in his tenure. And he had just enough speed to get to that pylon and score a touchdown to retake the lead over Penn state. It, it, it felt like Michigan was losing this game. It felt like they were going to lose. Even our main Twitter account at maze and brew tweeted out uh, when McNamara fumbled that football, McNamara fumbles, Penn state takes over and maybe wins the game. Cause we were all thinking that not, not a single Michigan fan was thinking Hey, we're thinking that we can still win this game. I don't think many at all Michigan fans were thinking that it was going to happen anything differently because so many times in the Jim Harbaugh era, it has been that it has been a collapse in the fourth quarter on the road against a good opponent, but it was different this time. Something changed. This team is different. This Michigan football team is different. And I'm not saying that they're going to go and they're going to beat Ohio State. I have the Ohio State game, game on right in front of me. Second quarter just started. They're already up two touchdowns on number 19, Purdue. Okay? So I understand. This Ohio State team is, is just as good as all of the other Ohio State teams over the last couple of years. They're in the college football playoff right now for a reason as the number four team in the country. And they're going to be in that conversation probably up until Michigan plays them. And Michigan shouldn't be favored because how many losses in a row – decades it feels like of losses in a row from Michigan at the hands of Ohio State and and maybe this is the year maybe they have a better chance this year than I think a lot of other years and it comes in a season where I don't think expectations were at this level for this Michigan team how many guys have we seen step up and and today was the absolutely perfect example of that Blake Horam out and out for the second consecutive week Meanwhile, Hassan Haskins is the man of the absolute day. He did everything in this ball game for Michigan, not just running for 31 carries and 156 yards. He didn't get into the end zone today, which was a bit surprising, but 31 carries, 156 yards for Haskins today. And it seemed like every time Michigan needed a big play on the ground to move the ball on the ground, it was Hassan Haskins, obviously being the only one back today without Blake Horn. Not only was he doing that, but he was also catching balls out of the backfield too. McNamara was not protected well by the offensive line today. I think we all noticed that. We all saw that. And the offensive line struggled from the get-go. Two false starts in the first quarter that put them behind the sticks. Again, in the third quarter where where Zach Zinter, or fourth maybe it was on that drive, where the second drive where Michigan should have put it away. And Zach Zinter picked up that penalty. and. It, it just felt like they fell behind the sticks 
in that situation, again, it went from uh, first and, and or second and seven to, I think, a third and 12 eventually on that drive. And, and Michigan couldn't convert for the second time trying to put away that ball game. And, and McNamara had pressure on him all day long, but he f- kept finding these underneath routes and Hassan Haskins, who led the team in receptions with five for 45 yards on top of his 31 carries for 156 yards. You talk about an underdog. Haskins was not this guy that was brought in to be an absolute game changer that he has wound up being for the Michigan Wolverines. There's a reason he's the number one ranked PFF running back, and he's probably going to continue that after a day like today in Happy Valley. The offense does not exist today without Hassan Haskins. And he did an absolutely unbelievable job throughout the course of this ball game, being that guy that Michigan could lean on because when they needed somebody, they got Hassan Haskins. Now, the only reason why Michigan was in this opportunity and the main reason why Michigan was in this game and why Hassan Haskins could have the game that he did was because of the Michigan defense. Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo had an absolute day today. I believe it was five and a half sacks between the two of them. And Hutchinson had three and a half of those sacks. He was an absolute monster, continues to solidify himself as the best defensive lineman in the country. And some saying even the best player in the country, period. How many times do we see this guy get into the backfield and disrupt plays? Not just when he himself gets the sacks, but causing double teams or, or offenses having to do things differently, throw a tight end on his side, throw a running back on his side to help out and take another guy almost out of the play in the situation because Hutchinson is that much of a difference maker. He continually gets in the hands it gets his hands in the face of quarterbacks. And he did so a bunch today against Sean Clifford. Meanwhile, David Ajabo has become the first round pick that he is. And I believe close to, if not leading the big 10 in sacks after his performance today as well, where we've seen this unbelievable ascent from this guy. And, and it comes in part because of how dominant Hutchinson has been. Ojabo's been excellent. He's been great, phenomenal. But, but when you have to focus on both of those dudes, it makes things extremely difficult. And, and it felt like Penn State was just trying to escape with a win today. Throughout the course of the ball game, going forward a bunch on third, on fourth downs, excuse me, and, and kind of just some different plays, fast pace. You know, it, it's a, it was a team that almost felt like they, they felt like from a head coaching standpoint, James Franklin, that he thought his team was inferior to the number six Michigan Wolverines. And it cost them. It did. Not only that missed field goal uh, that was kind of chunked by their kicker, but also earlier in the game, running that fake and, and just the disaster that was on uh, a field goal that would have been an absolute chip shot. Those two things go differently. We're talking about a win for Penn State today, potentially. But James Franklin coached otherwise. He was aggressive throughout the course of the game. That that fast-paced play worked early, but then when the defense played a little bit better and wasn't bend but don't break, but it was just uh, you're not even getting past us, the Michigan defense stepped up in so many different occasions today. So many different occasions. So not just the first two drives of the game, 
where a 14 play 51 yard drive to open up the game resulted in a field goal. The second was that 14 play 57 yard drive that was where they came up with absolutely zero points. Penn state just muffed away the beginning of this game. Imagine if it would have been a 14 to nothing jump out of the gates for Penn state instead of three to nothing after two really long drives from James Franklin, this game is completely different. Michigan probably loses, but the defense and David Ajabo, Aiden Hutchinson being the disruptors, the difference makers that they were uh, really made this game what it was and gave Michigan a position to win. And throughout the years, when Don Brown was here, so many Michigan fans were upset because it felt like in the big games, Michigan's defense didn't show up. Well, today they did. They, they stepped up and, and when the offense was non-existent, like it has been so many times in the Jim Harbaugh era, the defense was there. The defense was there in the big game and it really helped them in this one. And the perfect example of that too is on the last two drives of the game for Penn state, Penn state, uh, they just scored a touchdown on a 15 play 53 yard drive. And then Michigan's offense trots out onto the field for three plays. Arnold Ebichetti, a guy I said it was one of the three players to watch out for in this game, finished with two sacks and this strip sack of Cade McNamara on third and 11 as well that put Penn State right in a position to score again. The, de- the defense didn't get a break at all. Similarly to the start of the game where they got absolutely zero break on the three and outs that Michigan's offense had and the long drives that Penn State went quickly on. And now in this situation, the game is on the line. And a f- they, the Michigan defense held Sean Clifford to a field goal and, and the Penn State offense to a field goal, a field goal. And, and it put them in a position to win this game because had they scored that Eric all touchdown that we were talking about earlier, that would have been to tie the game, not win the game. And then we're talking about a different ball game, but instead the blitz, the pressure got to Sean Clifford over and over and over again on that drive. And it resulted in just a 31 yard field goal, putting Michigan in the spot to score a touchdown and win this thing. And, and after that, Eric, all 47 yard touchdown from Cade McNamara, we're sitting here again, Michigan has the lead. Penn state has the ball at home with an opportunity to win this thing. And Michigan's defense steps up in yet another situation where things could have gotten out of hand. It was a four play eight yard drive and they just couldn't do anything. Michigan's defense did its job and got the Wolverines out of a sticky situation yet again. And credit to Rod Moore, because on the third down of that play, Sean Clifford found Jahan Dotson, the guy that he was trying to connect with all day long. And, and recently in the second half had started to really pick things up. And Rod Moore came in and disconnected a ball that would have picked up the first down. Safety came down, absolutely crushed the dude, and he dropped it and took him out of the game. Unfortunately for injury, you never want to see anybody leave the game. But in this situation, he left the game on fourth down, and they could not convert on fourth and two. Michigan took over, and they won this thing 21-17. to 17. 
against all odds, the Wolverines escaped this game. I don't think Cade McNamara had his best performance today. Uh, he, he probably could have played better. 217 yards, 19 of 29 on the day, three touchdowns. But he did enough for the Wolverines to win this game. Is he a big play quarterback that is going to absolutely electrify everybody when you watch him? No. And, and hopefully J.J. McCarthy is that in the future. But, but what Cade McNamara is, is he's a game manager who puts your team in a position to win because he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. And that is absolutely was, and was absolutely huge for the Wolverines today outside of being stripped, which was not entirely his fault. Like I said, offensive line, not having a great day, not having a great game. He did just enough for the Wolverines to win this thing. Now, did he flash his arm big throws down the field? No, much of his yards came from, short underneath passes to Eric all to Cornelius Johnson throughout the course of the game, but he still put them in the position to win this game. And the Michigan defense really stepped up when it mattered most to escape happy Valley with a win today. It's Dan Plucker filling in for Trevor Woods here on the Mason brew post game show as the Michigan Wolverines win 21 to 17 over the Nittany Lions. And let's go over uh, some of the numbers because that first quarter we, we were talking about Michigan's defense needing to step up. It was maybe the worst first quarter in the Jim Harbaugh era. And I'm not saying that facetiously. It, it probably was the worst for first quarter in the Jim Harbaugh era, 33 to six in terms of plays 33 for Penn state six for Michigan six plays. It was the largest difference of plays in the first quarter in the FBS this season. Penn state had possession for 11 and a half minutes of the 15 minute quarter and outgained the Wolverines 145 to 15. But because the defense step up, it was only three to nothing Penn state and Michigan's offense came out in the second quarter, played much better, had a couple of really strong drives, including the one that ended in a touchdown 15 play 90 yards. Comparatively Penn state's offense trying to be as quick as possible, move down the field as quickly as they can. Michigan slow and methodical on that drive and gave them the lead right before the half. Now, uh, Michigan also went for it on fourth down their next drive and put Penn state in a chance to kick a field goal, which they did. They went into the half up seven to six did Michigan. They came right out of the second half though, with another really impressive drive, nine plays, 75 yards in just over three minutes of game time. They went all the way down the field and scored on a one yard touchdown for Roman Wilson. A couple of drives later, Penn state takes over, gets a couple of good plays in a row, but, misses of the field goal, which would have made it 14 to nine. Instead it's 14 to six Penn state. Then well, Michigan, let's go back to Michigan here. Cause those are the two drives that I was talking about that were the most important of the game, probably where they could have put things away instead an awkward, like handoff end around to Eric, all that didn't make any sense. And then two back shoulder throws that just did not work uh, from McNamara down the field and Michigan goes three and out Penn state takes over, has a quick drive themselves. And that uh, goes nowhere. Eight plays 30 yards before punting it, but it did flip field position because Michigan took over at the one yard line, uh, three runs and nothing punting it away 
uh, on fourth and one. And that's when Penn State had their opportunity. I think we were all feeling it at that point. They come down the field, 15 plays, 53 yards, five minutes and 11 seconds, and they tie the game with a touchdown, a bunch of uh, Jahan Dotson on that drive and a two-point conversion as well to tie up the ball game. Michigan takes over, fumbles, Cade McNamara does, uh, on a, a drop back, he, he fumbles and unfortunately Penn state takes over once again. And we're all sitting here and thinking, man, this game could be over. Thankfully, Michigan's defense steps up only allows a field goal. And on the next drive, uh, Hassan Haskins, five straight carries picks up about 30 yards. And then the Eric all strike for a touchdown that in reality won this thing for the Michigan Wolverines, Eric all, I believe in the first game of last year against Minnesota, the announcers were saying that Jim Harbaugh believed he could be the best tight end in the history of Michigan football. And he's always been very high on this guy. And, and last year he was having a bunch of drops and it was, he was a struggling player. I, I think a lot of people kind of counted him out and credit to him this year. He's been a huge guy on third downs and he scored his first touchdown as a Michigan Wolverine in his junior year today sealing this one off for the Michigan Wolverines 21 to 17 in just an unbelievable win for the Wolverines. I don't, I don't know if any of us thought that this would be the outcome of the game. So many fans were counting out the Wolverines after that fumble and calling this what it was. And it was a Harbaughism, a Harbaugh failure on the road yet again. But as we sit here today, folks, the Michigan Wolverines are still in this thing. Nine and one. They got the win. Number six in the country. And as unbelievable as it is to say, have a legitimate chance of making a Big Ten championship if they win the next two weeks. If they win the next two weeks. They need Michigan State to lose another game. But in the next two weeks... We could see it. Ohio State plays Michigan State next week. Ohio State, if they take down Michigan State, then we all know what that last game of the season means. And and it's what we always want it to mean. Every Michigan fan wants that game to be the biggest, most important game of the season. And it always is for Michigan because we're the ones behind. And we have been behind for how many years? We're always the team looking up at Ohio State, not the other way around. Well, this year they could be even. A lot of people could be looking at these teams as even. And and probably people are still going to give the Buckeyes the advantage. And at this point, well-deserved because they've really shaped things up since their struggles at the beginning of this season. But they could once again be that team standing in Jim Harbaugh's way. And today felt like it could have been a reverse of the curse. And if it is, maybe just maybe Michigan can top this one out and win the big 10 East and maybe win the big 10. It's not out of the question. So many times it is when we're this late in the month of November, but this time it's not this year. It's not. And like I said earlier in the show, it it doesn't, it doesn't feel it, it, it wasn't supposed to be this way. That's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't supposed to be. 
everybody was saying this is a four loss, five loss Michigan team at the start of this year. Yet somehow they're nine and one. And in two weeks, they have the biggest game of the season on their schedule every year means something. It means something. And that is incredibly important for this team in this program, because for a long time, it sure hasn't felt like it meant a whole lot. It just meant that we could get our butts kicked by the Buckeyes at the end of the year annually. And they could happen again, but at least this time you have the smidgen of hope that the Wolverines could turn things around. And if they just keep that momentum going, who knows, who knows? That's all I'm saying. Who knows? It has been uh, the Mason Brew Post Game Show. I am Dan Plucker. If you liked what you heard, you can follow me on Twitter at Dan Plucker. That's P L O C H E R on Twitter. You can also check out my post game recap, which is up on the site right now at Mason Brew. Keep following MasonBrew.com and at Mason Brew on Twitter for more. This week is the Michigan Wolverines prep to face Maryland next week. It's going to be an important game. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa, the quarterback for Maryland at times has flashed being one of the better quarterbacks in college football this season. He's had some pretty big games and it's not going to be an easy task to slow him down, but Michigan should have the advantage of this one, even on the road at Maryland. My only fear is that they overlook them. Can't overlook Maryland. There's one more opponent on, on the schedule before Ohio state. Let's focus on Maryland this week, team fans. We can speculate and talk about Ohio state as much as we want, But if any players are listening to this or families of players or whatever, please focus on Maryland this week because we don't need a last second failure. Let's let's have a strong game. How many times over the last couple of seasons have we seen the Wolverines kind of struggle the week before Ohio State? Let's hope that's not the case. Let's see Michigan roll next Saturday, a week from today against Maryland and head into the Ohio State game with a bunch of momentum and the only loss of the season coming in against Michigan State. Wolverines and uh, Jim Harbaugh moves to four and three now against James Franklin and Penn State. A big win and, and a win in recruiting, hopefully, too, if anybody's out there and, and is thinking uh, Michigan or Penn State for some of the recruits, which surely there are several. Hopefully Michigan earned a little bit of an advantage today with the 21 to 17 win over the Nittany Lions in Happy Valley. And there's hope, Michigan fans. You and I sit here today on November 13th after Michigan wins a gritty battle at Penn State. And we have hope that this team could make a Big Ten championship run still. And it should be something that happens every year, but it's something that hasn't for whatever reason, for plenty of reasons in the Jim Harbaugh era. Today, we still have that hope. And let's hope that the Wolverines can get it done next week. And who knows, maybe get the job done against the Buckeyes in a few weeks as well. It has been Dan Plucker filling in for Trevor Woods here on the Mason Brew Post Game Show. Follow me for more at Dan Plucker on Twitter, at Mason Brew on Twitter as well. We'll talk again soon, Michigan fans. Go Blue.